The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Crimes Against Humanity, Exploited. Exploited is what sex trafficking is really all about. And not just sex trafficking, but labor trafficking also. So today, I'm just so excited to do this show, I can't tell you, because I wrote a book on this subject, and I say to myself, I'll never get all this material in. But don't let me just wander on and on and on here. We're going to open the lines, and you can call in. The phone number is one 866 472 5787. Now on the line with me is Susie Carpenter. You want to say good morning, Susie? Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Susie is the amazing person who runs the most incredible Facebook site you've ever met. Uh, I would highly, highly encourage you to go to Me and Kids on Facebook. We post new cases, not me, but she posts new cases all day long, actually. Now, we don't do this for your entertainment. We're not in the entertainment business. We're in the business of saying never again should another human being be exploited through human trafficking. So we want you to look at these cases. It's okay to look at them and go, only 14 years, is that all he got? That's okay. But we want you to look at these cases and say to yourself, what can we learn about the predator What can we learn about the victim and what can law enforcement and first responders learn about how they can make sure that these cases never happen again? Well, this week we're going to talk about grooming and I'm really, really excited about that because I wrote a book called Seduce, the Grooming of America's Teenagers. I am blown away by how well that book is done. I've just, I never in my wildest dreams, quite frankly, I never expected to write a book. I never intended to be an author. I wrote the book because a kid at a high school made me mad one day and I said, that is enough of this. We need to sit down and educate parents and grandparents Teachers, principals, uh, you know, first responders, law enforcement, people all over the world to understand how all of this is happening. So I want to talk about grooming. Now, all of these notes are on Million Kids' Facebook page. And um, if you can't understand what I'm saying, that is Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. And that is because more than a million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. Hey, before I get started, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We got notification this week. I probably should say we received notification this week that we are, in fact, the top show for Voice America Variety Channel blew me away. I was so amazed. It's really interesting doing a radio show. I'm usually speaking to live audiences. And so I can't really tell who's out there, but I was amazed. There is a huge number of people from Italy listening in, uh, from the United Kingdom over in the UK. And uh, and you've just uh, 
gone independent. It's been an interesting thing to follow. From Canada, from China, from Japan, from Mexico. Oh my gosh, blow me away. I am so proud of you all. Hey, you can participate too. You may not be able to call in on the 1-866-472-5787 number, but you can send us a uh, me and kids Facebook message and so join in on us and tell us who you are and at the end of the show uh, Susie is going to be talking about a new project that we're about to release that'll be open globally and so I'm really excited so let's get with it what is grooming well it's an interesting thing because many people when they think about human trafficking they think about kidnapping you know it's usually the movie Taken where they just kind of come along and snatch that person off the street but quite frankly very few of our cases does it happen that way grooming is a process it's a key component whether it is sex trafficking or even labor trafficking and I hopefully we'll get to the labor trafficking component on it But whatever it is, it's kind of a psychological manipulation that can happen to anyone, an adult or a child, a man or a woman. Now, it's really happening to our kids, especially in America, but I bet it's happening over in Japan and China, too, because you have a huge amount of young people literally living on technology, and that's changing everything. But to think about grooming, I want you to think about the last time you saw an ad for a casino or buying a lottery ticket. That's a mild form of grooming. You know, they paint a picture for you of all the luxury you could ever, ever imagine. You're driving a fine car. You have all the food you want. You have all the women or men and all the sex you want. It gives you everything you could ever imagine. But it's a fascinating thing because, let's say you see a billboard for a casino. That will mean different things to different people. What happens is when you see that, your fantasy kicks in. And you start to kind of draw, fill in the blanks. And all of a sudden, it's your fantasy, your world. That billboard didn't promise you any of those details. You made those details up. And it becomes your fantasy. This is an important thing, especially for parents, especially for principals and school uh, teachers to understand how this works. Because they paint a picture and you fill in the blanks. And when you do, that becomes your obsession. And this is how grooming uh, plays out. They lay the bait and you make up the rest. And it's extremely powerful. It's extremely powerful because once you make it up, you're really not in the mood to take it away or break it down. And so when somebody comes along and tries to take away your fantasy, you become belligerent. You know, you, you become rebellious. You get combative. This is mine. I own this. You can't have this. And that is exactly what happens, especially to teenagers on the Internet. In order to overcome a fantasy, you must be willing to face the truth. Most teenagers, quite frankly, are not emotionally equipped to do that. It's a fascinating thing to me that we are giving our kids these cell phones long before their cognitive reasoning skills ever develop, and many times while they're in puberty and developing their sexual identity. Because developing sexual identity means developing fantasy. 
And so what we're doing, I often will read a case where we've given a nine-year-old a cell phone and they, you know, immediately put on Kick, uh, the Kick app or maybe Omegle or, or WhatsApp or WeChat or like that on there. And they immediately begin to hook up with strangers who will almost immediately want a naked photo. And you see case after case where a nine-year-old will take their naked photo and send it off. And you say to yourself, what's this kid thinking? Because they haven't even gone through puberty. They're just looking to please the person on the other end, but they don't know that person. All of this is happening based on their fantasy of approval. So what happens now when you have a 13-year-old girl who meets her newfound love on the Internet and it's a predator? This guy will begin to groom her to separate her from a normal life. And this happens over and over and over. You know, the numbers, especially here in America, are staggering at how much sex trafficking is growing. We are so busy. I work with the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force and report to the Riverside County Sheriff Department through a Department of Justice grant. We can't keep up with it. There's no other way to say it. We've had to bring in backup staff. Now, that is hardcore sex trafficking cases. That doesn't even include all of those cases, many of which never get reported, where a kid has been enticed to send off a naked photo and they're being sextorted. And that is the beginning of that relationship. Sometimes it's intercepted before it becomes sex trafficking. But many times that is how they are groomed for sex trafficking. So think about this a minute. I I can share with you. In fact, let me share with you a case that uh, was in all the papers and it was across the news on, uh, I believe it was Fox News that they were on. But it's a local case here in Southern California. In this case, the father had read my book, and this book is Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's on the Million Kids Facebook and website, and I highly recommend if you haven't bought it to buy it and read it. Not because I wrote it, but because we have seen that it has actually saved lives and, and educated parents to intervene. Well, in this case, this girl was 12 years old, and she was on the two apps that are really some of the most challenging apps that predators use. One of them is Kik, K-I-K, and one of them is Omegle, which is a video chat room. That's kind of old technology now, but I'm blown away by the number of kids on it. Anyway, he realized she was uh, on this, and he began to extract it from her. And in the middle of the night, now this is normally a very smart 12-year-old girl. She does well in school. She's cute, you know, normally well-grounded. But in the middle of the night, she snuck out of her bedroom at 2 in the morning. He heard her window shut. He raced down to her bedroom, and she was gone. Now, they live in the country, and he, he raced down to his car and drove down the street, and he saw his little girl getting in the car with a total stranger. In what other world would this girl have done that? You know, if a total stranger had walked up to her and said, will you sneak out of the bedroom at two in the morning and meet me, she'd have been calling the police, running for her life. But this girl willingly went out that window and got in the car. Well, this guy happened to be a real cowboy. I love this guy. He opens the door, he pulls the driver out, and he knocks him out cold. Now they're all in counseling, as they should be. But what would drive a 12-year-old girl to get out of her bedroom and into the car of a total stranger. That is called grooming. She thought she was talking to a 16-year-old 
from San Diego, and the guy's 27 and a registered sex offender. So the power of grooming is powerful. You see, the parent is not fighting the the uh, predator. Yes, they are. But the parent is fighting the fantasy that the kid has in their mind. The only way to deal with this is to get that family counseling. Get the parent counseling, number one, because they're the one that gave their seal of approval by providing the opportunity for that girl to reach them. And get that girl counseling. She has been nearly violated, and she has been groomed by a predator. Her sexual fantasies fantasies have changed, and her first sexual experience is one of negativity and rejection both by the parent and now by the person who groomed her, the person that she trusted, the person that she developed her sexual identity with. Well, we're up against a hard break, and I'm just getting started here. So stay with us. Come right back. If you want to call in, be sure and call in, and uh, we'll see you in a minute. Thanks. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello out there and welcome back. We are talking about the grooming process. 
And I wrote a book about this called Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. Susie and I at the break here were laughing that I always have way too much material. I don't know how to get all this in. But if you're interested, you can buy the book Seduced. It's $16. It is available on Amazon. But if you purchase it from the millionkids.org website, more of the money goes towards our, our work. And we get deeply into this subject. And I can tell right now that I've already run out of time. I've got page after page on this that I want want to share with you. So let me, especially for our overseas listeners, let me tell you what we mean by grooming. I did some research on this to see what the various definitions were on the internet, and we found quite a wide variety, but I want to share someone, uh, some of them with you. For one, it's preparing an individual to accept inappropriate behavior. It's always fascinating to me, especially with the Internet, how effective this is. And in fact, that's why I wrote my book is this is, in fact, a new phenomenon. All over the world, what we're seeing is kids sending naked photos of themselves to people that that they're talking to, that they're enchanted with. It's a unique phenomenon that would never have happened before. There's some technology here that Microsoft has developed, and I don't know if you all know this, if you're functioning on the theory that the internet is private, then you're living in some alter ego world, I guarantee you. Nobody ever promised you the internet was private. I always like to kid with kids. I go, is the internet private? Oh, no, no. Then you say to them, really? Then how come you're sending a naked photo out on on the internet? People will intercept it. Well, there's uh, technology out there that scans every email that is not in the dark web out there for the image of a naked child. And they haven't been doing it all that long. And since they've done it, they've intercepted more than almost 160 million images of naked children or of naked children out there. But one fourth of those images were sent by the kid themselves. These are naked selfies. And I say to myself, can you imagine a 13-year-old girl at a mall? And she meets a guy, and he's a total stranger, and they chat for a little bit, and he says, hey, you're hot, and she says something, and he says something, and they say, hey, let's go in the bathroom and take naked photos of each other, and I'll give you mine, and you give me yours. I mean, in what world would that happen? Most girls would run for their lives, and yet that very scenario takes place on the internet almost by the second now around the world. So... One of the things grooming is, is preparing an individual to accept inappropriate behavior. And again, it's based on the fact that they throw out some bait and the victim creates a fantasy. Grooming involves the disarming of the usual psychological defenses. As we talked about in real person, this person would never do that. But especially on the internet, in fact, one of my chapters here on the inter- on my book is called Digital Morality, where because it's not real, these kids think that what they do on the internet has no consequences. And by the way, that's exactly how they get recruited and violated. Grooming is designed to confuse the victim about their own understanding of their responsibility. One of the things that we see, and Susie can attest to this in all the cases that she posts on there, is that they always put their responsibility onto the victim. Uh, what will happen in one of the most common scenarios is they'll, they'll build a relationship. Let's say they're playing a video game. 
And pretty soon they're just friends and they're having a good time and they will send a naked photo of, of themselves or some picture they've gotten of somebody naked. And so that creates a sense of obligation in the child. They don't realize they're being groomed. And so I've sent you mine, you send me yours. And even some of the strongest kids, kids you would never expect, will send that out at some point. And then once they do, the predator says, okay, I need another one. Well, no, I don't want to, I didn't want to send you the first one, they'll say. No, no, I need another one. You know, this one, this one's in your bathing suit. I need a better one. And they'll say, no, you know, and they say, well, then I'm going to run you with this one. And it is amazing how often it happens and how quickly it happens. I was uh, talking to a man this week that told me he had bought my book and he had heard one of my talks. And he told me he had a 13-year-old son. And one day, all of a sudden, the son kind of changed his behavior. And that is a huge sign. These kids will change their behavior. They all of a sudden, in this case, he began to panic. Dad, can I mow the lawn? Really? <laughs> you want to mow the lawn, he says. Yeah, I need some money. Yeah, okay. And he's starting to sell his stuff. Dad, can I borrow some money? And after a while, Dad gets it. This kid is in a panic. He needs money. And it occurred to him after hearing my talk, he set him down and he goes, do you have a naked photo on the internet? And the kid goes, yeah, how do you know? And he's going, well, I'm not completely stupid. And they began to talk and he says, you know what? You're going to have to live through it. We're not paying this guy off because there isn't enough money to stop a predator. But hats off to this guy. He armed himself. He read the book. He he understood. And then he didn't shame his son. He sat down with his son and he said, you know, this is a learning lesson. You've said it. You're going to have to live with it. But now you're a lot smarter and I want you to be a leader to other people. This guy isn't going to run you or if he does... It's going to go out there and you're going to live through it. So it's a fascinating thing that happens on here. Grooming also builds a bond between the predator and the victim. Now, I really hope parents around the world are listening to this because this is one of the most critical elements in fighting child sex trafficking. Because what will happen here is, he, you know, grooming isn't like a parent thinks. They will send a kick message or maybe they meet up uh, or they'll get a text message or they'll meet up on Omegle or like that. And it's always something kind of fun and innocent. And the child will say something fun and innocent back. And pretty soon they're texting and tweeting and they're sending, maybe they're emailing or they're sending an Instagram or sharing a YouTube or meeting on Pinterest. And and pretty soon let's play Xbox and mom and dad are saying, don't talk to strangers And this child, in their heart, believe they're not talking to a stranger. So what has happened is they built a bond of loyalty. And that predator has a a, literally a protocol that they're following. They will start to ask questions of this person, and they will start to get the background. And think about how innocent, especially a 12 or 13-year-old is. They will start to talk about all the times somebody did them wrong. And that predator will get into that child's world and bond with them and use that as ammunition to begin to split the child from the parent. And that is the strategy. That is the plan. So we need to teach our children not to start to disclose all their baggage to other people. 
you know, especially people they have not met in person that they don't know very, very well, that there needs to be that space, that security of private information. You know, this generation doesn't think of themselves as having private information, of having that silent space where there are things they tell and there are things they don't tell. We need to begin to counsel our kids. So if you see your child then all of a sudden becoming rebellious and spending more and more time in their cell phone, what is happening is that predator is driving a wedge between you and that child. And they are beginning to take the role of trust and authority. I'm going to tell you parents right now, if you see that, stop right there and get counseling. Get get good counseling. There's good counseling and bad counseling. Get counseling for yourself, but get them separate counseling, especially if it's a girl who's bonded to a guy because they need to be able to bond with, with a counselor you can trust. They must be trustworthy, but they need to be able to transfer those feelings to someone else who is not in the line of fire as you are because you're now the bad guy. Now, parents, here's what I want you to hear me loud and clear. I need you to step away from all your baggage and all your child's baggage and realize you're in the fight of your life for your child's soul. This is not about facts. This is about the fantasy that has been created in the child that is being used to groom that child, and you have opened the door by allowing them to meet outside strangers. So you need to get them some assistance so that they can learn to work through the facts. How do you disarm a fantasy? Well, let's go back to my analogy of seeing the casino, the lottery. I think our lottery now is like $500 million or something. Man, will that create a fantasy for you? I think I'll quit my job. You know, I think I'll buy six new cars. You know, you go through this fantasy, but you're an adult and you're willing and at the end of the point to say, hold it, you know, my odds are a billion to one and you begin to sort through and you put away the Porsche in your mind and you get back to reality. But a 13-year-old child who has been groomed by a predator is not capable of doing that. They have now trusted, they bonded, they're still developing their cognitive reasoning And you have now allowed them to open a door to a stranger. You must get them professional help. And it's very important for you to understand in all the arguing you're doing, you are not arguing with the predator. You're not even arguing with the child. You are in a battle with the child's fantasy. And we must get ability to work through that. How do you defeat a fantasy? You start to get back to reality. What do you know about this person? And by the way, what do you know about what your child is doing with that person? Take back that phone and look through it. Check those texts. Find out who they're talking to. Look at their video games. If they're playing in a chat room, set and listen to the video game. Play with them. Give them approval. Give them acceptance. Because every time you reject that child, you've got a chink in the armor. All you're doing is reinforcing the predator's view that the parent is the bad guy and the predator's the good guy. So get involved. You know, don't step aside, start and say, wait a minute, 
this is not a conflict. This is a wake-up call for me to get involved with my child and find out who they're talking to, what they're doing. Now, don't be afraid to say no, and don't be afraid to take that phone away by the way you own it. However, no is a very short sentence. So I'm asking you to sit with your child and begin to help them begin to say, hey, what do we know about this person? You know, and then begin to assist them by getting professional help. Well, we're up to this hard break. That that 15 minutes went really, really fast. I hope you're appreciating this and uh, be sure and call in and we'll be right back. Thank you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Well, welcome back. We're talking about fantasies as part of the grooming process. Susie and I were talking at the break. You know, I have so much material here. We may continue on next week because I really wanted to get into the grooming related to pimping. But I want to take uh, the rest of this hour and stay with the idea of grooming in the concept of uh, child sex trafficking, especially. Uh, 
all of these programs are not alike and uh, in the grooming process and how they go about doing it. But there are similarities in that it is based on the fantasy. It is really based on the idea that predators will only give you a little bit of information. And in fact, as I talk about in my book, I actually have a checklist in my book to help parents work through to bring a child back into the reality of this, of what you actually know. Now, part of what I want to talk about is the grooming that's involved in video gaming. Because uh, most of the time when we talk about child sex trafficking, people think we're only talking about girls. And if you listen to last week's show, you, you realize that there is a huge amount of trafficking going on with males. And they are both boys and adult males. So one of the things that happens, especially with guys, but also with girls, is in the world of video gaming. And one of the aspects of grooming that I think is really important for you to stop and consider is the role of instant gratification in the fantasy world and in the grooming world. So let me tell you what I mean by that, and then we'll, get, we'll translate that into gaming. By instant gratification, think how much our world has changed. You go somewhere, um, let's say you go to a baseball game, or you go out to dinner or even church. <laughs> I saw it in church the other day. You know, you cannot put that phone down. I am no different than you. I mean, what are we? We're like rats in a maze with these darn technologies. We, we check that thing all the time, all the time. And and I am no different. And you, you you go out to dinner with your spouse. You're on the the phone. He's on the phone. And our kids are no different. We're looking for that immediate feedback. In fact, it's not. We went from email to to uh, to uh, email to instant message. Then we went to texting. Now we're tweeting. I mean, every square second has to be filled with something for feedback. Well, think about the power of that in grooming, because if you're, what happens in grooming is that that predator gets you addicted to that interaction with them. The child can't wait to get home from school and get that feedback, and so they are looking for that instant gratification, and and that is really, really powerful, and I believe the grooming process is going to get even greater as we start to have literally an adrenaline addiction that we're feeding. You see, it's not only that adrenaline that we're looking for, it's mood altering. It's kind of like, you know, uh, sex and pornography, you know, it's mood altering. It takes you up, it takes you down. But now we're doing it by the second because of the fact of that feedback. Well, I want to translate this into how this plays out in a video game because I think this is important. Now, before all the kids around the world call in and tear me apart, I want you to know I am not against a video game. Well, most video games. I am against putting a kid who's going through puberty, who doesn't have cognitive reasoning, and putting them in a video game that has a chat room. You bet I'm against that. Video games are here to stay. Our kids are learning by video games. It teaches hand-eye coordination. It teaches decision patterns and like that. And yes, it enhances that adrenaline addiction. Because think about it, video games, they give you that instantaneous Approval or rejection? Instantaneous feedback. I mean, you talk about rewiring our kids. 
Now, if they're only doing it a half hour a day and it's not in, in a pornographic environment, it's not in a violent environment, I'm not here to say it's bad because it is how our world is going. But I want you to think about this as parents. Video game isn't like taking your child to a movie, especially if they're in that puberty range, you know, if they're getting their sexual identity. What is happening is you are putting your child in a world where they literally are working vicariously through an avatar. They create an alter ego, an alter ego that must excel or be rejected based on a score that is ever-present in front of them. At all times, they know if they're acceptable or not. You talk about a grooming pattern. Here we are. We take a child, and we put them in a world that's often violent. I saw the new Schwarzenegger promotion of that video game. That thing is violent. World of Wars, extremely violent. They're not violent, uh, extremely sexual. And so at a young age, while kids are getting their virtual or sexual identity in a virtual world, we're putting them in a position of literally looking at the occult and sorcery. And then we have a number ticking away up there telling them how good they're doing. And then we add a lot of sexual content and we open the door to total strangers who talk to them. And they talk to them about everything. Now, these aren't just any strangers. These are strangers, and you need their approval if you're playing in that game. Do you get what I'm saying? This takes precedence over all your family. It creates your own identity. It creates your fantasy. You know, it changes who you are long-term if you're getting your feedback based on numbers and total strangers. And it is an absolute incubator for grooming. Susie's going to come in here and share with you a case that was on her Facebook page this week that is an example of exactly how this works. Yeah, this this last week we posted a case, uh, apparently, well, allegedly, an yeah. Illinois truck driver used Xbox Live and Minecraft online games to entice and threaten children into sending him nude photographs, phone numbers, and home addresses, according to federal prosecutors, and he engaged in at least one sexually explicit chat. Uh, His name is Zach Sawyer, 31. He had uh, also gone by the name of Joshua Neal. He was indicted on two counts of attempted sexual exploitation of children. He threatened to rape and kill two of the boys when his demands were refused or blocked, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, Sawyer also threatened to kill the families of two Lockport boys if they exposed him. Uh, in March 2010, Sawyer allegedly used Xbox Live to contact 12-year-old boys from Roselle, according to the indictment. He asked one boy to send him nude photographs and the address and phone numbers of the boy's friend and engaged the other boy in sexually explicit chats. Uh, he also used Xbox Live to contact two 13-year-old boys in Hampshire County, Massachusetts. He allegedly asked one boy to send him nude photographs, and when the boy refused, Sawyer threatened to rape him and kill him. He allegedly asked the second boy to send him naked pictures, and when the boy refused, Sawyer also threatened to rape him, claiming that he had a drug that would paralyze people. Uh, so th- this this guy was a real piece of work, and I want parents to recognize that he was contacting uh, children from all over the, the, the nation, not just in their hometown. 
I think that this is such an important point, and I'm really uh, glad that you brought up that particular case. This particular case is, you know, not abnormal in any way. In fact, if you follow me and kids on our Facebook page, you will see that probably happens. We probably report that, I would say, at least three to four days out of seven, some variation of that scenario. One of the things that's so important, and, and I do a lot of training in schools out here, and, and it's so important around the world. This is not unique to the United States. Around the world, we need to start to set our kids down and explain to them, if anybody asks you for a naked photo, report it. One of the things that is key in grooming is to keep it secret. And that's one of the first things that's a red flag that needs to be taught to our kids. Number one, if they ask for a photo, report it. They are never happy getting one photo from one kid or even multiple photos from one kid. You are not the first kid they approach. They have a whole lot of photos they send out. They may not even know the photo of people in the photos they send out, and they're trying to lure you in. I have a program that we started training on um, even three or four years ago called the Love Trap, and it's like a big bear trap with a heart in it. And I want our kids to get that image in their mind, the very minute they send that first photo, that trap shuts and they are trapped and their life will never be the same. And it is type, you know, to me, this is one of the most important messages that we can sit down and share with our kids. A naked photo is a huge red flag. It is a rocket sent around the world. You get that request Tell somebody immediately you are not the first person you ask, and you need to understand the first time you send that photo, you are trapped because they then will begin to blackmail you. This case is interesting because it involves Minecraft. It's amazing to me the number of parents around the world that do not know that Minecraft has chat rooms. Not all of them, but some of them have chat rooms. And so I'm going to ask parents, you know, your child on a video game, you sit with that child. That is not a toy. Find out if they're talking to somebody. If they're talking to somebody, Who is it? And listen in and play the game with them. Because when people go on chat rooms, by the way, chat rooms have sub-chat rooms. These sub-chat rooms have some really bad things in them, by the way. Some of these chat rooms have ISIS and Mexican drug cartels and child pornography groups and like that. But set and find out, does your child's game have a chat room? And if it does, then you need to begin dialogue immediately because you bought it for them or they wouldn't have it. And so I'm asking you to get involved and listen to the concept of a the that the fact that there are total strangers in these chat rooms, many of which you would not allow in your living room. So, you know, if your child was playing soccer, you'd go out on the field with them. But it's a fascinating thing to me. On Grand Theft Auto, you actually have sex with the prostitute and kill, and kill the prostitute when you're through. You kill cops. That same father who would never allow his 12, 13-year-old son to visit a prostitute he would sit down with that son and say, hey, son, we don't do that. That same father will walk right by that son playing a video game, and he has a veil of, of kind of, uh, I don't know, oblivion. 
that keeps him from looking to see what his child is doing. So I'm asking you parents, get engaged and find out what's happening in your very own home and on your child's phone. We're on this break again, so be right back in about a, about a minute. See you in a minute. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though, so this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hi, and welcome back. Uh, We've been talking about grooming, of all types of grooming, and grooming through for instance, instant messaging by apps. And right now we're talking about grooming events, excuse me, on online gaming. Uh, Susie just told us about a case and she was telling me the follow-up of that case. So go for it, Susie. Yeah, this this week after I posted the case about Zach Sawyer um, using Xbox Live chat rooms and Minecraft games to to sextort children, uh, I the the. the it was shared from our Facebook page to another person's page, and he tagged us in a comment. His comment was that this uh, that Zach Sawyer was his roommate, and that on a couple of occasions when uh, Mr. Sawyer was uh, inebriated, he started to divulge a little bit of what he was doing, but not quite enough. So the roommate had suspicions, but not quite enough. I think he felt to go on, and I what I what I wanted to. 
uh, stress to everyone is if, if, if you have a gut feeling like that, you can report your tips to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children so that they can continue to see if they can build a case from it. That's good, Susie. Uh, something else I want to share with our audience here is I want you to think about the psychological impact of being exploited through the Internet. And it's kind of a fascinating, you know, this is a whole new world. It's a fascinating thing that is happening to our young people and to our families and to our parents. And nothing here has prepared us on how to deal with it. Many of you that hear me talk sometimes talk about a case that was um, I believe up in Michigan or somewhere, but uh, a young girl was 12 and uh, the parent bought her Minecraft. Now, I'm assuming the parent didn't know that the Minecraft had chat rooms, but it's getting to a point where there's no excuse because if you follow a million kids at all, you know video games have chat rooms. In this case, she met a guy who was 25 and they spent two years on the internet without anybody understanding what was happening. And he spent two years sending her hardcore sexual images. At the time, uh, eventually the mother found it. Why it took two years, I, I can't explain that, but it took two years and they found it. Here's my point about this. I want you to understand that the grooming process doesn't end when the case comes to light. In other words, the, the impact, the effect on that child must be addressed. And this is especially true if this child has any kind of history of broken home, a history of sexual violation, a, a history of any kind of trauma, because those kids are exceptionally vulnerable to being groomed. They, are, they have a hole in their heart that has not healed, and these predators can sniff that out. And these kids are much more likely to reach out to find approval from total strangers, people they meet on the Internet. I, I'm not really sure anybody understands that phenomena. But here's the point I want parents to really understand is the minute that child has engaged in some sort of online violation, there is damage, psychological damage, that must not be ignored. I mean, we hear case after case where somebody says, oh, my child, you know, this guy was talking to her and he sent some photos, but we turned him in and it's over. And I'm like, no, it is not over. Maybe your child has not been violated sexually, physically, but your child has been emotionally traumatized. And it will change their sexual perception, their personal identity. And inside, they begin to create a damaged goods, I've done wrong, and it involves sex. And that identity between sex and the soul is just absolutely critical. It will drive that child for the rest of their life. It's kind of interesting to me in the work that I do, the number of people who come up to me afterwards and quietly will say, you know, I was molested. Um, you know, my brother, my father, uh, my uncle, uh, I, and I've never, ever been able to deal with that. Whether you're physically molested or whether you're psychologically groomed, that is trauma, and it affects your sexual identity. And so I'm going to ask parents not to walk away from that. I'm going to ask them to get involved with their child and understand what is happening. Because what happens is these predators are good. They put the onus on the child. 
you know, it's their fault. They sent the video, they sent the picture, they sent the video. And, you know, we're seeing all levels of this. This isn't a simple thing where a predator said, okay, my kid sent a video, my kid sent a naked photo, and it's over. No, this progresses because there's that bond out there. People know photos on the Internet are forever, and they can go from place to place to place. On top of it, what will happen is they will get these kids to get their their friends involved and send those photos. There are several cases on Facebook where we saw they actually and the predator will actually entice the victim to make sexual photos with others on there. If you go on to Omegle, O-M-E-G-L-E, if you go on to YouTube, look at Omegle. Omegle, in my opinion, no child ought to have Omegle because, first of all, they're not adults. And the reason for Omegle is to talk to strangers. And once you go on there, you'll see why no child should ever see these. Go on YouTube and look at that. Because what will happen is they begin to engage in sex with each other and film it and send. All of these have psychological impact on that child. So what am I asking a parent to consider here? Well, a child will change. You cannot get engaged in this. It's an interesting phenomenon what will happen because in my book, Digital Morality, these kids will tell you that what they that sex on the internet is not sex. In the game uh, Grand Theft Auto, which is one of the largest games out there, it sets six world records. You're not supposed to have that if you're under 18, and yet all these kids have it. And what will happen is that kids on the internet, they have virtual sex. They use your credit card to buy virtual sex, whether it's $20, $50, or $70. They'll have virtual sex on the internet and kill the prostitutes so they can get their money back. Why do they do that? Because they want their score to go up and they want that approval of their teammate. Think about the psychological impact on a child's moral compass on that. Now, the kid will say, it's no big deal. It's just a game. But you have just guided your child in allowing your your child, if you've allowed them that game, to make moral decisions, which in their mind have no consequences. But then when they get violated, because at that point, they get groomed and recruited into sending more sexual images. If you've just had sex with a prostitute, it's just a minor step from that to the guy in your chat room as, hey, send me your photo. And you need and you want the points. I'll give you some bitcoins. Send me some photos. And the kid needs bitcoins because he's behind on his points. Do you get how easy this happens? Well, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be exploring uh, the pimping, the psychology of pimping. We were going to go there today, but it was just too long. And we're also going to get into the psychology of foreign recruiting and how they go about bringing in people for labor jobs. We want to start to take this more global because we have a lot of global listeners. And what is happening in the U.S. is happening overseas. So this is Opal Singleton and Susie Carpenter at Me and Kids and our our website is exploitedcrimes.com. Uh, you can go to meandkids.org. Be sure to follow us on the Me and Kids Facebook. Write to us. I don't care if you're in Italy, Croatia, Ireland, you know, Australia. We want to hear from you. If you're in the U.S., write to us on Facebook. Tell us who you are. We're getting ready to create Me and Kids Global Facebook for our international clients because we want to be able to 
uh, have a more of a international focus because trafficking is happening at record numbers around the world. So until next week, we hope that you'll follow us at Me and Kids on Facebook. Thank you for your time and, and joining with us. We appreciate your loyalty. Let us know who you are. Give us some feedback and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.